0: Welcome to the Danny Goldberg Rock and Rolls Hour. In this podcast, Danny shares his longtime connection to the path of the heart, as well as his very engaged life of social activism. If you are interested in supporting Danny's podcast, please go to BeHereNowNetwork.com slash Danny. Hi, this is Danny Goldberg, and this is Rock and Rolls. And today I'm talking to Kurt Anderson. I just finished his new book hours ago. It's called Fantasyland, How America Went Haywire, a 500-year history. Kurt is a novelist, written many books of nonfiction, editor of many magazines, including being one of the editors of Spy Magazine as a particular early nemesis of Donald Trump. Um, Wikipedia says he describes himself as a liberal atheist. But as I read his book, it seemed more like an agnostic to me. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing him on that. Um, I have to say, Kurt, I just love the book. I I uh, I, I think it's an incredible history lesson, and it also raises so many important thoughts for for today. Uh, and uh, you know, we've we've. Uh, Read some of the same sources. I quoted some of the same things in my recent book that you did from Tom Wolf and Paul Goodman, Time Magazine, and Norman Mailer. But you have a much wider panorama.
1: Um, uh, and by the way, let me just say, and perhaps it's not, perhaps it will be the first time that Wikipedia has ever been accused of being inaccurate. But I don't actually think I ever called myself a liberal atheist. I would, <laughs> I, I think, I, I think perhaps... I, I may have described myself ironically that way, or I may have copped to it when somebody else did. But I don't, as you say, I, I don't really think of myself as an atheist uh, and liberal, I guess. But I, again, it's a word I wouldn't particularly apply <laughs> to myself.
0: Well, one of the things I love about the book is that while you have very strong point of view, you 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 also um, reveal yourself as the narrator of this history, and you're nuanced. You're you. It's not one of these sort of um, militant atheist books it's a much more complicated look at culture um and and uh, i just have to start by by asking you um how did how did donald trump fit into this you must have started i know from reading the book that you started it before he yeah. he, he won and and it, you would have had to for the amount of research involved but obviously he's such an incredible example of what you're talking about and you had this history of covering him long before conventional journalism took him seriously. So like everything else these days, we need to start with Trump.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't. As you say, I, I I started, I decided I'd been thinking about this book for, or or some what became this book for years. I started saying, okay, this is my next book in 2013, started writing in 2014, a year before he announced his candidacy. So it was it was interesting to be to this this history of America that yes ends up with uh, and here is proof of my theory and everything I've said Donald Trump uh, uh, which which you know he he wasn't even nominated until I had turned in a draft so it was odd it, it was uh, it was I I, feel, I, real, I I said to my wife and now I will share with you because I don't mean to say that I'm like the um, uh, the world's greatest genius of the 20th century but I did feel like Albert Einstein after the, he, he put out his theory of relativity in what, 1916, and then three years later there was an eclipse that proved his theory. So <laughs> I felt a, I felt a little bit like that with Donald Trump. Like, whoa, this is incredible. Um, so uh, yeah, it does it does end with Trump, and and I tried to uh, uh, <laughs> I kept him on the uh, kind of on the down low, and only a couple of times in footnotes. Uh, uh, as I was making my my journey through the, the 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 centuries of American history.
0: Well, you go through as early as the Salem witch trials, and uh, you know uh, I was able to learn from your book. The author of Big Rock Candy Mountain, uh, <laughs> yes. Which what's his name again?
1: Heywood. Uh, uh, he had a he had a a, a stage name. Uh, it was and I'm not thinking of it right now. But cool. yeah, anyway. But um, and the emergence of
0: movies, the uh, P.T. Barnum, and, and so on. But 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 the last two thirds of the book really kind of starts with the '60s and 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 gets and, and gets up to uh, and gets up to here. Um, I, I guess before we talk more about it, you've been doing a lot of book promo, so I know you know how to describe the book in a couple of minutes. Could you just give people who are listening kind of the overview of the of of
1: of, of the book? Sure. Even though I have very poor message discipline on doing that, but um, it is. Uh, it, it, I, I really started by going backwards. I said, "Okay, um, uh, America is is such an interesting and and in some ways alarming outlier in the rest of the developed world. How did that happen? How is that so? And how did that happen? And specifically in 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 what my subject, which is this kind of embrace of." the improbable ah, sorry about that hold on I don't have to answer it, but I, I don't want it on your thing okay so in the embrace of the improbable and the untrue and the magical and the fantastical why why do we uh, go there so much more than the Japanese or the British or the Germans or even the Canadians and 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 I and I followed the threads back to the 1960s and beyond and I realized at uh, I, I didn't know what a, the, the sort of epic scale of my project before until I started thinking about it, and, and and really tracing it back to the beginning, partly because much of it is is not the same as our our religiosity, our extreme American Christian Protestant religiosity, but that is definitely a a major major strand of it, and and so um, I, I go back to Protestantism about which I knew very little, and and. And essentially, I'm saying that our, our extreme Protestantism, because we were certainly in the case of the pilgrims and the Puritans, started by this, this religious cult of extreme Protestants who, who set off to a blank new world in order to, uh, create, to have a, a place where they could create their utopia preparing for the end of the world. Um, uh, so the, the, that extreme Protestantism plus The Enlightenment, of course, we were also eventually, as the Enlightenment came, a a nation of the Enlightenment and of our Enlightenment founders combined to create this extreme American individualism as well in this great vast area where people could be alone and and were alone and, and, and dreaming up their own thoughts about the world and their own understandings of reality. That combined with the kind of uh, business free-for-all nature of America—sell anything you want, buyer beware—good uh, products, uh, bad products, uh, fake products, whatever it is—those uh, things—and then, and then once we became the place where where show business and all of its various exciting fantasies were invented and in, in which we immersed, uh, if not uniquely, certainly. Uh, uh aggressively as a as a people as a country, all of those things combine over several centuries uh, to 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 push us sort of off a cliff i think in the last half century of 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 our our kind of into a into a willingness and 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 propensity for letting our belief in the untrue get out of private spiritual understandings or uh, or, or things with, or, or, or dressing up in superhero costumes or whatever into consequential areas where it really matters, like uh, how we treat guns or how, whether or not we believe in important science and so forth. Yeah, one of the
0: moral frames you come back a lot in the book is a quote of Thomas Jefferson's um, that, that uh, I think he said that people should, you should be free to think and do what you want as long as it doesn't pick my pocket or break my leg. Yeah. Um yeah. and 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 so so you you make a distinction between ideas that you may disagree with but aren't sort of doing any harm and those that are doing harm. And Correct. and 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 what is the mechanism to have a dividing line between those two things in a healthy society? Because well, the, uh, that's sort of the the key
1: question, is it not? It is the key question. And 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 again, my reading of history is that we had uh, the, you know, like all cultural uh, apparatuses, uh, this Rube Goldberg machine that worked pretty well for, for a couple of hundred years of, of doing exactly that, of, of, of having uh, a set of establishments and, and elites that that kept uh, kept the thing in check. A, a, in this kind of powerful counterpoint dynamic equilibrium between the the. Um, the experts and the renegades. Uh,
0: so, uh, But if I, know, could, like, if I could just intervene for yeah, a minute. The, yeah. So, yeah, there were these forces that kept things in check, but I'm wondering if one of those forces wasn't uh, religion because, the, the, you know, there's sort of, t- like all these other phenomena, there's two sides of religion. There's the side of charlatanism and exploitation of people's naivete and spiritual yearnings. And uh, there's people who make a lot of money from it. There's people who abuse children by, by abusing the power of their uh, uh, clergy and so on. But there's also an ethical uh, code that, that religion uh, uh, most of the time asserted. And, and the decline of religion since the 60s, Uh, I'm wondering if that if that removed one of those one of those aspects of the Rube Goldberg machine that kind of kept things in balance.
1: Well, there are many things in what you just said to unpack. So I'll try to remember them all and unpack them. First of all, uh, there is a third thing. In addition to it's not just, oh, the charlatans versus ethical, uh, worthy uh, religious people. There's also, in my view, uh, extreme beliefs of a kind that. Emerged and 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 formed big powerful religions nowhere else on earth, like say Mormon the Mormon is the Church of Latter Day Saints and Mormons, but uh, so that's one thing. I mean, it's it's a third thing. It's not just bad charlatans deceivers versus the good the good people. Um, So uh, there's that. Um, But I agree with you that that one of the 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 establishments that kind of blew up and lost control or lost control in the case of protestant uh christianity in the 60s was that the, the we we didn't have a name for what were the dominant churches uh in the middle of the 20th century we didn't call them yet until the 60s mainline churches because they were the churches and right. all the other churches that we now call evangelical or charismatic were were small fringe tendencies and and they then took over and 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 uh and and to my mind led to i mean made the most extreme and 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 implausible and and dubious versions of Christian practice and belief about Jesus returning momentarily and and faith healing and uh, uh speaking in tongues and all the rest dominant parts of our Christianity uniquely in the world so so and, and of course it also politically connected with right-wing politics but that's a somewhat different uh, question than I'm dealing with. So yes, the, the 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 establishments of religion absolutely kept it in check. And and again, in you, the, the the religious history and by religious history I really mean Protestant history of America because that's what the religious history of America really is. Um, was this 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 checks and balance thing like a nuclear reactor rather than a nuclear explosion, where where it was it was fissile and always throwing off new denominations new sects that would mostly uh, calm down and grow and the Methodists were nutty at first and then they became uh, uh, um, more uh, sort of uh, geared toward improving the real world and 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 trying to act behave as Christ would have rather than waiting for the end of the world and and or demonizing uh, bad people so yes that was part of it is is that is that the the, 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 the various church establishments in in America lost their their ability to to, to to keep control
0: yeah it seems to me there were two contradictory trends one is this growth of um, what you would call extreme religion uh, where, where there's a, a certain level of uh, what you call magical thinking or uh, irrationality that, that that interfered with you know functionality that many of us feel but at the same time um, one of the other critics criticisms you have of the society is your criticism of elites who who um who enabled and popularized and mainstreamed some of these ideas and it seems to me that those elites were mostly driven by wanting to make money and being popular and being cynical not because they themselves uh were 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 buying into a lot of this and And, and 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 I think while there was an increase in religiosity in one part of the society I do think among elites there was a decrease of ethics and morality there was this sort of image of business tycoons of the first half of the 20th century of, of having some notion of civic responsibility and ethics even while they wanted to have the biggest house and and Fine. Uh, Fine. and and uh, the greatest vacation spots and and be art collectors and so on and this sort of you uh, uh, Ayn Rand, whatever it takes to get as much as you can, um, amoral capitalism uh, is incompatible with with any religious uh, belief set. So, you, you know, on the one hand, I mean, religion caused some of the problem, but I, I'm wondering if a decline of you know yeah. of materialism as a religion. I believe the biggest religion in America is materialism. Yeah, uh, that doesn't
1: surprise me, Danny. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, no, I think I think the the the, the mainline mid twentieth mid mid century and 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 the Protestantism of America for most for most of its history of the last of, of the United States history certainly was what you're saying had probably a a a net plus ethical effect on on behavior and norms and oh I I sh- I, I shouldn't pay myself. Five hundred times what my average employee is paid. I should pay myself thirty times. Right. You 30, know. Yeah. That kind. And truly. And 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 the 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 Midwest in which I grew up in the sixties. I think part of the reason the inequality not only was less, but was in its in its in its expressions of giant houses and sports cars and and, and all that was 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 apparently less. Probably partly because of that that old-fashioned combination of uh, Protestant restraint, Christian ethics, and so forth, that, yes, uh, uh, starting in the 60s, starting in our beloved 60s, do your own thing, also applied to the a- Ayn Randian uh, 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 libertarian, get as much as I can, screw the rest of the world.
0: Yeah, I want to give you some space to talk about the late 60s. As you know, I a, wrote a book about what I thought were the good parts of it. I tried to acknowledge the darkness as well. But uh, a lot of people, I think, who listened to this podcast came of age in the 60s who were influenced by some of the countercultural ideas. And and you have this notion that, uh, and this may not include everything you want to say about it, but please include this in your answer, the the idea that part of the counterculture served as sort of useful idiots the way that Leninists used it in the communist terms for yeah. the useful idiots that empowered today's right, um, and I can tell you that that Ramdas, whose uh, you, you know teachings kind of created the you know the infrastructure for this podcast, when I talked to him for my book, he 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 did say he agrees that. Mistakes of the 60s helped create the, the, the Trump era as well.
1: Really? So, wow. So, it
0: thrills me. So I would say, I, I would just tell you, I'm I'm extremely uh, yeah. interested in hearing what you have to say about it. And I think people listening need to hear what you had to say about it. So have at it. What was wrong with the 60s?
1: Well, I, first of all, uh, you know, there was probably no other way to go. There's probably not a correct way to have, <laughs> to have managed the 60s to avoid uh, its its... Part of its uh, tributaries leading to Donald Trump and and Trumpism, but uh, what what I mean, uh, one of the things I regret about it, and, and again, as you know, you read the book. I I I, I loved the '60s as a kid as a kid. Uh, you know, I was I turned uh, 15 in 1969, and it was great, and 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 I, I had no regrets about it at the time, or or, or in my personal life since or and 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 let me also stipulate you know all of the 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 different ways of understanding reality many of them were great and i and i'm thankful for them and civil rights and feminism and environmentalism and i'm i'm a good person but i i do think that the, the what what blew up then what i call a big bang part of the big bang was that this this relativism about any belief is uh, not to be dismissed, any belief is acceptable, and um, we can't distinguish between good and bad, superior and inferior ways of understanding the world, that uh, science is not only no better than uh, the magical beliefs of what we used to call primitive people, but in many cases worse and has given us this terrible war and this horrible corporate state. And so forth. I think that, and and and
0: all of its. Well, I didn't think. I don't think the Vietnam War that we thought it was created by scientists. So we did think it was created by Harvard intellectuals because because
1: well, it, it was. Yeah.
0: But no, but they but weren't I, scientists. They were they well, were uh, no, McGeorge or- Bundy and people
1: like that. You know, but but it was seen as oh look uh, Robert McNamara and McGeorge Bundy and Herman Kahn using computers based on this brilliant science. All I'm saying is that 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 the 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 war and the counterculture and let me drop acid more generally, um, I think, uh, helped give was one front on which reason and science and Western cerebral approaches to reality got a bad name and and and, and 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 ultimately, ironically, Fifty years later, uh, fed into um, um, all kinds of denial of science and and alternative facts. I think that's true. Well,
0: I I think that um, because grown ups and people in authority and Harvard degrees thought Vietnam was a good idea, and because they thought that uh, you know marijuana should be prosecuted with the same vigor as uh, heroin. Yeah. uh and that a lot of people in the mainstream uh, religious arena uh, were so repressive about sexual behavior, I do think that that there was a, a um, tendency to therefore assume all authority was wrong about everything, um, but be, because they were wrong about those things that meant quite a lot to us as as, right. te- as teenagers. I, I, I think that was a problem. You know, that that the unintended consequences of of uh, you know criticizing the New York Times because of their mistakes, right. then, then weaken them,
1: you know in a in in, in, in well, a Trump and, situation. And, and, and I think again the the kind of anti-establishment impulse, the the super skeptical impulse that had such a flowering uh, in, in the nineteen sixties and early seventies, much to the good, obviously. On the one hand, as I talk about in this long history, comes out of this this set of of, of really hardwired American impulses from the beginning, uh, of which the sixties were, were an extreme and, and relatively recent, uh, flowering. Um, so there's that, but, but I think again, it's, it's, as in so many things, it's a question of, of moderation. Yeah. Skepticism is great, but, and, and, and I don't believe the authorities great, but not as a, as a kind of, uh, Tourette's like reflexive, uh, compulsion, you know?
0: Yeah, I, uh, I agree with that. Um, now you talk about science a lot and I, I'm a believer uh, that uh, in science that actually is science. Uh, you know, I, I vaccinated my children. I just took some antibiotics this morning. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, you know, believe that humans create the, a lot of the contributions to global warming. And in general, I, I, I think that it's insane to, uh, uh, have wishful thinking or magical thinking, try to replace provable, proven facts. But I also think that part of what, what creates the skepticism is that there are people who then use scientific jargon and uh, degrees associated with it to try to scientize things that are really less certain. And I think particularly of the field of, say, psychology. Where where I think is is sort of a more imprecise field than uh, you know oncology,
1: right? No, uh, I think that's 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 I, I don't disagree with that at all, and and, and and it's it's been the burden of, of the, uh, of, of the various social sciences and less hard sciences uh, of of the of since World War II to to figure out uh, to what degree they are or aren't uh, conventional sciences. Now,
0: one of the things you don't deal too much with is the effect of, of political um, decisions on this nightmare that you, you know, fantasy land. But, but you know, the, the uh, fairness doctrine, I, I love that you wrote about the, the um, rise of Rush Limbaugh in the wake of the end of the fairness doctrine. The fairness doctrine was this uh, law for decades that said there had to be a, a time, equal time for opposing points of view and uh, Ronald Reagan's administration eliminated that. Um, I, I admit there were some civil libertarians who who agreed with the elimination of it, and oh. I, know, I know Norman Lear has said that he regrets uh, being one of them. But but the point is that was a political decision made by kind of a you know a libertarian side of Reaganism that then had this effect. Similarly, um, getting rid of the uh, uh, new deal restraints on the behavior of financial institutions, uh, uh, you know, uh, had, had measurable damages. Um,
1: uh, sorry about that.
0: Okay. You're, you're, listen, you've got a hot new book out. You're popular, <laughs> po- popular fellow. I'm glad I'm getting you for these few minutes. Um, so, so what, what about the role of, of, of political decisions in this there's something kind of boring about politics a lot of us are a little exhausted with the same argument cycle after cycle and i know you've had no uh, i know you know you you were involved with a fundraiser for hillary clinton you've never been shy about making preferences but but i i i, I you know I, I don't see how you can eliminate the consequence of political decisions uh, especially since reagan on some of the dilemma that we face today
1: well, certainly, as you say, the 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 right uh, uh, were the was the force that got rid of the fairness doctrine in 1987. As I also say, a decade later, it would have been moot anyway because of the internet. Um. So I. I uh, so yes, political decisions have a have a role in this, but I don't. Again, again, the book I'm writing is not about the dispositive role of political decisions, but about other essentially everything but that, kind of cultural, economic, yeah, right. and other roles. Uh, so, no, I think that's true, I, I, I think, but I guess partly, uh, uh, I mean, the scope of my the focus of my book is the focus of my book, but also, I think once, uh, I, I leave it to others, uh, although, of course, I, as, as you know, I, I, I don't say, oh, both sides are of blame. I, I do, but I say that in terms of breaking my leg and your leg and picking our pockets and and being a a danger to society that 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 it's a it is right now very hugely disproportionately a a a problem of the right the 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 fantasy facts that i'm talking about but i didn't want to make it oh you know that and by the way it was all courtesy of the republicans that were fantasy land Right, right it's significantly so but, but you know it it preceded them and and is importantly outside of the right and Republicans and everything else, and partly just honestly that, that's well it's it's the, it's the focus of my book, it's not so much that, and being the child of completely sane republicans uh, i I grew I, I I now am in a position of like, wait, I understand that there was a there was a history that many people literally don't remember before around nineteen eighty where 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 to be a republican did not mean you were a crazy person or or enabling uh <laughs> falsehoods uh, every day of your of your life. Oh, absolutely. So,
0: absolutely. There there's uh and and uh, you know, obviously in the in the, the the deep south, which is part of what role does the does the civil war and uh, uh play in all of this? And 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 the deep south and and the racial history of, of, of all of that. It, it 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 seems like the South is just part of this mess. Yeah,
1: it is. And I, when when I set out writing this, uh, you know, mapping what this history was going to be, I, I I I probably wouldn't have even had the South and its various myths and fantasies as part of it. But again, as you as one writes and you do the research and you think, I realized that this the South was is a big part of of this history. Um, uh, on the one hand, because, uh, it, it, it was, I mean, part of the Southern character, uh, ha, ha, as Southern historians of all eras agree is this, uh, predisposition to, to a certain kinds of self fictionalizing and, 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 and a glor- glorious fantasizing of, of life. Uh, and then once once uh slavery looked like it was uh being challenged uh they doubled down on the kind of uh nostalgic fantasies of of oh this is the last great best uh civilization on earth and then once they lost the war uh they doubled down again and and so so i i think and then in the 1960s, as so many of my things in my story uh, happened, um, the, what, what, what was a kind of Southern idea of, of, oh, our lost cause, we were so good, and then these meddling uh, liberals from the North came and messed it all up? Instead of being a, a peculiarly Southern American idea, which it was until. Let's say the civil rights movement, let's say nineteen sixty, became this national white idea. this this we are beleaguered, besieged people and 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 everything's been wrecked. Um, uh, that uh, so so it is it is it is a our, our, you know, as everybody says, and as is true, our great national sin of slavery and then uh, you know, and then the Civil War, and then hundred and fifty years later, the 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 uh we're still working that out uh is a large part of 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 uh of, of the of the bad fantasies that many americans uh hold and
0: it, it's it's one of the differentiating cultural facts between the u.s and the
1: european countries absolutely and between canada and the united states right canada Canada is a re- and, and and again I, I could have almost written a whole separate book about Canada versus the U.S. Right? Why are they so much saner? Right, uh, right. Why Why uh, are they? That's what I well, that. they're, again, that's a whole as I say, it's a whole other book. Uh, um, the fact that they they I mean I, I, again I, I don't know I, I would only have half baked uh, speculations at this point since I haven't written that book. Um, you know, it has something to do with um uh. Remaining part of the British Commonwealth and accepting and of the of 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 the Empire for a while and and accepting that kind of top down um, rule more than Americans did. It has probably no doubt something to do with uh, the it's it's it, that it was not as large part of its economy was not slave based. I'm sure there are many other things, um, but yeah, the, the, it is it's a it's a it's a it's I it's an amazing natural experiment of these people. Yeah. You know, right next to each other, watching the same stuff, speaking the same, exactly the same language, uh, but really more and more, uh, very different uh, people. Yeah. Um, look, this this podcast is part
0: of the called the Be Here Now Network, and I'm always into trying to be here now. I, I hate sure. uh, I hate dwelling in in uh, other moments because this is kind of all we all we have, and I, I believe that. On the other hand, in terms of so, this Trump era. Uh, I have so many conversations with people uh, that are convinced that this is just absolutely the worst time ever, and and that it, there's it, sort of a, a present tense exceptionalism. Nothing has ever, no one has ever suffered the way we're suffering right. with this with this president, and that's just not true. I mean, obviously, you can't say that to an African American since they, you know, there was slavery and segregation, and right. and and you can't really say it to women who couldn't vote till 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 the twenties. And, um,
1: uh, you, you know, I, I um, and you can't say it to people in tech and you can't say it. You can't say it to most people in my. Yeah. View. So
0: so what do you make of I, I'm wondering if if there's something and again, I can't stand Trump. And I I, uh, I uh, support anybody, whether it's Planned Parenthood or the ACLU or anybody else that's trying to do anything to try to uh, um, stop his darkest uh, impulses. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I have no quarrel with any of that. But but there I, I the the level of the uh, uh, hysteria and the way yep. that they're talking about him seems to just take up so much more oxygen than than uh, than other presidents. And we've had yep. some, you know, Reagan took up a lot of oxygen. Vietnam took up a lot of oxygen. I mean, I hated the Iraq war and was very embarrassed that George W. Bush was the president, but this this is a whole other level. I mean, you can't get through a, a, any meal without Trump being one-third of the conversation. No. Um, I, I, does that, w- what do you make of that? Is that is that is that reality or is that part of the fantasy?
1: No, well, uh, uh, it is all fantasy, uh, Danny. <laughs> No, I, what, I, what, I, what I think it's a function of actually, and, and I would because I have this book that I've been immersed in for years, I, I think that people you're at dinner with, and that I'm at dinner with, and myself, and uh, I, I think, and, and many, many, many millions of people beyond the, the the specific, oh, Neil Gorsuch, he's bad, or or again, the things that uh, a, a, a Republican administration that we mostly disagree with does, that oh, that's no worse than what Reagan did, or there's that aspect, but he's but he's not just he's not you know it would be if Mike Pence were president. We right. wouldn't be talking about Mike Exactly
0: right. And he same would have all the same policies, right.
1: Right. And so we're talking about Donald Trump. We're obsessed with Donald Trump. We can't stop thinking about it because of what I'm, because of the fantasy land part, because of this this uh, 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 astonishing uh, embrace of, of selective truth, falsehood, it doesn't matter, whatever I say, it's fake news, fake media, fake polls. Uh, no, this is true. Obama wiretapped me. That's the, the that craziness, that that untetheredness from empirical reality is right. what uh, I wake up every day just doing a spit take about, you know, I mean, more than, oh, uh, he's, he's threatening to they're threatening to throw out uh, immigrants. Yeah, OK. So would Mike Pence. You know, uh, it, it's this other thing. It's this it's this. Oh, my God. Reality itself is being challenged every day by this phrase.
0: Right. And I think it's it's horrible. But let, just just to put in perspective, I mean, Bush and Cheney knowingly lied about weapons of mass destruction, you know, uh, being in, in Iraq to justify the war. So they didn't it, it wasn't sort of this 24 seven Twitter news cycle. But boy, the consequences of that lie so far were far darker than anything Trump has done.
1: That, that's that's. The, the the consequences of the of the invasion of, of Iraq absolutely are, are are orders of magnitude bigger than anything Trump anything that we know that Trump has done. Again, what yeah. I'm talking no, about. No, and is, yet
0: I use the word yet.
1: We're only seven or eight months into this. Obviously. Well, and yeah. and and the 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 bad the bad the bad side of the Iraq war the the horrors of the Iraq, Iraq war and all the dominoes that fell. We know they're measurable. They're palpable. The 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 consequences of what I'm talking about of Oh, no, we have alternative facts. Um, it, it, it's going to be harder to know how that redounds 20, 50, 100 years later. You know, it might right. be really terrible. It might not cost tens and hundreds of thousands of lives or trillions of dollars in a direct way that we can measure, like with the Iraq war. But but it could be uh, it, it could be as terrible. And by the way, OK, I'll, I'll, I guess Cheney lied, probably. I don't know that George W. Bush did. Certainly they embraced uh, gigantic exaggerations in order to, to, to wage this war that shouldn't have been waged. But, but, but that's that again, even if Donald Trump's lies and falsehoods and, and, and delusions are not yet as consequential, they are more clearly on a daily basis, lies and delusions and falsehoods than, than, than Cheney or Bush would have ever had the balls to attempt. Well, Point taken.
0: All right. Before we finish this, <clears throat> what's the remedy to fantasy land? Um, you know, a lot of what you seem to be saying was a failure of elites. So yeah. what do we want elites to do? Uh, what can you have some things at in the in, in the end of the book? We should tell our friends if they're just, you know, quoting something inaccurate, co- correct them, whether it's on Facebook or in a conversation in our own day to day life. Do what we can do. And I'm all for that and I think it's 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 wise advice and it's what we actually most of us all we can control. But since you're talking about um the culture writ large,
1: yeah. um
0: writ large, whether it's politically, culturally, ethically, spiritually, you know, legally, um, what 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 can be done about it? You know, you talk about these control mechanisms and gaskets and the you know that have huh. as you said, the American id was kept in check by a strong ego and superego. Well how does one rebuild the strong ego and superego for the society?
1: Well, uh, uh, that's a good question. That's why I'm not, uh, you know, king or God. But um, uh, I I think, um, uh, for instance, just it, it would be better for just for starters, just in the narrow political sense, if if the next time Uh, we had a Republican president, it was somebody like John Kasich rather than Donald Trump. Somebody like almost any, uh, Jeb Bush, I don't care. Uh, A a guy with whom you would disagree on almost every issue, but with whom you agreed about the shape of reality. So that would be good. Uh, I I think, um, uh, and uh, part of my hopefulness, uh, to the degree I have hopefulness, it comes from, oh, I, I think this Trump thing is gonna end so badly in so many ways that it could be a corrective right. for, toward what I'm talking about, that, that, that not everybody, he will have his 25% of diehard believe to the very end uh, supporters, but, but that a big consensus majority will say, whoa, that, 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 this is bad. How did we get here? Let's, let's, not that we all have to agree about, oh, we're all going to have single-payer health, or oh, we're going to do this. We can bitterly and should bitterly and will Bitterly disagree, but let's all go back to where where we were agreeing about the basic shape of things. Now, do you you, you don't and can't dismantle, for instance, uh, the the right wing media infrastructure that has been so important in, in 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 promulgating that alternative reality. No, and
0: you can't recreate centralized media where there's only three no. three networks no. and two big newspapers.
1: So no. whether that was good or bad, we can't recreate that. No, we can't. However well so again it's it's, it''s it's boring but it's in our own lives whether it's t- teaching our children well as I remember a lyric from the 1960s saying yes um, um, or, or, and, and, and correcting our idiot brother-in-law when he says whatever crazy thing he says um, but and and those of us who have any public uh, forum uh, books podcasts movies TV shows sort of uh, thinking, figuring out your responsibility in this sense, in addition to all the other senses about oh, you know, diversity and 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 all the other <laughs> progressive ideas we're supposed to all try to uh, 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 embody in the work we do, but really speaking out about this stuff without regard necessarily, at the time we're trying to to get back to a reality-based world about left versus right. I mean, I I. I you know, I find conservatives with whom, again, I, I disagree about most things, but those who are saying, "No, you, the 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 right has gone crazy in, in 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 repeating and signing off on all these falsehoods and lies," I, I find though that heartening. So there's that. I, I think I think there is a, obviously a huge role in in uh, public education. I, I I did an event last night with a whole bunch where there were a whole bunch of public school teachers present. And they were very uh, uh open to and, and and happy about what I was saying. And 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 more than one of them said, the problem is in our in, in in our profession is when we go to a kid and say, Listen, kid, this essay you've written uh saying X, Y, and Z is insupportable and and you know, go back and critically think about what you said, the parents are in there the next day uh <laughs> trying to get them fired. So so it's a it's a struggle. It's a struggle on every front. But you know, we all we each and all do what we can do. And and, and you know, whether it's <laughs> whether the catastrophe of Trump is so uh, apparent to a lot of people on many fronts, and that causes a ratcheting back, uh, and that this is peak fantasy land, I, I I do have some hope about that. But I think each of us, it's up to each of us to 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 sort of you know, yes, we all know we're supposed to check our privilege, but check our our magical thinking as well. You know, every most people in most Americans and God knows most people I know say, you know, think without probably having investigated very much that, oh, genetically modified foods are terrible and they're going to kill us and we shouldn't have them. Well, that's not true. And that's that's as not true as as I mean, the science of that is as absolutely clear as the science of climate change. So so uh, I think we all have to, you know, uh, work harder to 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 not be. Uh, so squishy and credulous about things and and uh and then get back to fighting about uh you know uh h- how we should fix things rather than the nature of the things that we do or don't need to fix and do you and uh if you could indulge me for one more question
0: sure <clears throat> what is your thought about this idea that there's a significant portion of our country, whether it's a third or approximately a third <clears throat> that just feels sort of left out of our world and that 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 you know i remember one of my critiques of the sixties is we divided everybody into heads and straights and straight yeah. not in a in a, in a sexual uh, yeah. way but people who didn't get high and that yep. kind of, and I did it all the time. I really thought yep. we were all superior, those of us who had taken acid, and and that was uh, to me uh, not a good idea in retrospect, because it 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 nobody likes to be condescended to, and and that they, they feel left out of the uh, this glamorous uh, intellectual world, and that <laughs> and that they and that people I'll hear some Trump supporters say, look, we know he's not going to build a wall, uh, that's a metaphor, and and we know that he doesn't mean what he says, but but you're not hearing him the way we're hearing him. He's just he's just uh, using all of these exaggerations uh, um, in order to show the um, shallowness of the people that we hate. Yeah. And 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 that there is something about the, um, you know, Obama and Clinton, 16 years that left too many people feeling left out psychologically, emotionally and and as well as as financially. And that and that uh it, left them open to uh you know giving this guy the keys to the car um yeah how how uh how can sort of those of us in uh, you know blue america uh without compromising our sense of reality or our ethics uh or our va- other values um uh in, to, to decrease that amount of alienation that that yeah. i think we do have some responsibility for
1: we do and 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 again and and god knows this book of mine has some responsibility because i'm not i am not trying to be a good democrat reaching out to my my alienated brothers and sisters who live uh, in in you know rural areas and can't find work I, i'm not and i'm and i'm and i'm really, well you're a good messenger though you're I, you're I'm from feeling the, their you're, religions you're not
0: West. you're not jewish you're from uh, you're from the midwest yeah and, yeah, and you're and you're a skeptic of everybody. You're not just a skeptic of them. So I actually yeah. think you're an unusually good messenger. Well, oh, thank
1: you. But so I, yeah, I think you know we should all try to be l- l- less jerky, uh, and we <laughs> should all try to um, all, all those things. Uh, and, and, but you know, uh, in terms of as as we've talked about again and again, there has always been this. There has always been. The the common people hating the elites. Right. I mean, from Jefferson's time through uh, uh, the the Monkey Trial to uh, and we've always had it. Now, so so it, it depends what the nature of that. I mean, it. So again, let's divide the the people who voted for Trump to give the finger to you and me. Uh, between those who just wanted to give the finger to you and me, fine to. As opposed to those who who really really uh, uh, are willing to uh, believe anything and uh, and 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 say, oh yes, Sharia law is about to be imposed, or whatever nutty thing yeah. that uh, Trump or the next Trump will try to teach them. That th- so I, I I divide I divide the forty six percent of the people who voted for Donald Trump into into you know at least those two categories. And people just like, fuck you, Danny Goldberg and Kurt Anderson. Fine, fine. But the people who also say, and, uh, you know, uh, I believe all these nutty things, uh, that's a different problem. And, and, and so those are kind of two problems. And there's nothing I can do to be nicer to, or more accepting of the latter. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, being less
0: jerky, that's my new motto. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much, Kurt. I urge anyone listening to this to to read this book. It's, it's brilliant. And whether you agree with every sentence in it or not, it's going to expand your awareness and consciousness. And it's beautifully written. Oh,
1: thank you so much, Danny. It was a pleasure talking to you.